0: Da, 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 da. Hey, I make my own announcements today. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, welcome everybody to Ashes Pathfinders, uh, the dedicated of Ashes. What did I say? Dedicated of Ashes? It's the whole Ashes fam thing has got my like words tongue tied, but we'll explain shortly, (laughs) which is also the name of today's episode, which is episode 68 Friends dedicated to Ashes of Creation Podcast on its 68th, almost 69th, which I started to like think about that today or was it yesterday whenever I was actually making the notes and I was like, I feel like someone's going to insinuate something really dirty whenever we get to the 69th episode and I've got to come up with a title. So I got to be careful about who my guests are. I got to be careful about what my title is, because just having the sixty-nine number is going to be enough for people to like, really blow that out of proportion. But uh, (laughs) just skip it. Just skip. We'll just go straight to episode seventy. What happened to sixty-nine? Be like, there was no sixty-nine episode. Doesn't exist. You won't (laughs) ever find it. But but it's not right. Be like, yeah, lost in the archives. I'll be like, well, then you don't actually have seventy episodes. I'll be like, that's enough out of you. That's enough.
1: Wait, at least, at least uh, episode 69 didn't end up being titled Ashes Fam. That could <laughs>
0: <Right? laughs> you know what's really <laughs> funny? Is the, the really funny part is that actually as I was like typing it up, I got all mixed up because I was like really tired. And I was like, is it 68 or 69? So I actually thought it was episode 69 per minute, and it had episode 69 Ashes Fam typed in there, and I was like, I can't, I can't. I can't do Ash's <laughs> fam for this episode if it's actually. <laughs> I was like, anyway, enough of the introductions for the show. I got to introduce my guests. I am joined today by Chibi Bree and Veertek from the Golden Feather. Welcome to both of you.
2: Hello. Thank you.
0: Well, hello, sir. Great to be here. Dude, first time you've been on the show, I think, technically. I think, uh, actually, Chibi's been here once way back in the day. I think it was still the SimCast yeah. back then. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was a while ago. It was way me, back. You know, long time fan, first time big <laughs> guy, <laughs> which is a total throwback to some of what we're going to be talking about today. So if you've listened to the Discord Q&A that happened on March 27th post the last live stream, that'll make sense to you. If uh, you haven't, well, I'll Don't post a link. Now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Do it later. We'll, we'll be covering it, but definitely go check it out later. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I've been doing this thing recently with the shows uh, and I've been kind of like letting the people that come on, even the people that have been on before and just kind of moving forward the past few episodes. If they've been on basically from that point moving forward, it's kind of like their first time, you know, from that point forward. I've been asking people to basically kind of tell everybody about themselves uh, here, you know, everybody that watches about themselves here on the show so that I kind of get a better idea about them like what they do and then the more important question though is kind of like what your origin story is for ashes right like some of us have been following the game for years uh but i think it's a, i think it's actually kind of an interesting question like what's your origin story how did you find out about the game like why are you interested in it why have you continued to be interested in the game since you since you did find it so we'll just go ahead and start with chibi i guess ladies first
2: Oh well um thank you Uh, (laughs) first off uh why i got interested in ashes yeah yeah um so it was 2017 and i just finished my spring semester for school and uh i was getting bored because you know summer usually there's no school um I wanted to play video games, but I didn't want to play World of Warcraft. I was tired of it at that point. So Mm. at that point, from January until May, I had been constantly looking for new MMOs coming out. And I came across this Kickstarter, and I saw all the videos for Ashes of Creation, and it just blew me out of the water. So naturally, I had to find a way to sign up, and I had barely just missed the official Kickstarter. Um, I saw it initially three days before it was supposed to end. And by the time I got to check to make sure I had enough money or maybe move it around to try to do the Kickstarter, it was over. (laughs) So um, I was one of the people that actually ended up on the summer Kickstarter that they did for PayPal, which is a lot easier for me, Mm -hmm. um, as well as for people out of uh, the U.S. who were able to then back it instead of the Kickstarter people, so... Yeah, and joined in Discord and ended up meeting this guy right over here. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Talking about oh. beer tech, right? People oh, like wait, <laughs> wait, point wait. the right That's direction. Right. Yeah.
2: You might for me this is that on way. this side where tech yeah. is. I am flipped. <laughs> <laughs> backwards,
0: backwards.
2: So yeah.
0: All right. What about you, tech? That, that guy. Beer tech, the the next one. Yeah.
1: Virtech. <laughs> so yeah, what brought me to Ashes? So yeah. it actually, um, 2017, I uh, I had just gotten laid off from a job. I actually, uh, I oddly enough, got hired on for a job to try to fulfill a role. And they didn't make a couple really crucial sales. So they had to lay off a bunch of people. And at that point, I had been uh, um, on unemployment for like six months and just collecting, you know, the severance and all that stuff. And I was looking around going, I'm bored. I don't want to play WoW forever. This is like killing me. don't want to play this game because nobody i know plays it and nobody that is is anywhere nearby plays it like there's not going to be really much going on it's almost a dead game i don't want to play that this one sounds boring i'm tired of shooters and Mm. what so i just went into google and just typed in new mmos and just started (laughs) surfing through and bumped into kickstarter and read through it and i was instantly captivated jumped on the discord Uh, that was actually what caused me to download discord to be honest
0: oh wow (laughs) that's
1: what so I, I hadn't mm. messed with it before that, jumped into Discord and said, all right, so what's going on with this? And started reading through everything and kind of got, got hooked. And as uh, she was insinuating, started hanging out in the Discord chat. And, you know, there were a bunch of people always on, always in the chat, always in the voice chat, always talking about this and that. Mm-hmm. And we kind of split off and started playing um, Pathfinder. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: She was actually leading a Pathfinder group. Oh, <laughs> Cool yeah Zip, uh, backing almost almost instantly like it, it was it was bad timing on her part though because she came in like right after the kickstarter ended i jumped i jumped in i was in like two three weeks beforehand so i had to make like, a snap decision am i am i doing this or not
0: mm.
2: yeah
0: you know it's yeah. funny <clears throat> it's like <laughs> some people in the community like actually know like my origin story but i don't know if i actually i don't know if you Oh, i, I think it's worth talking about i don't know if i, actually, I I don't know if I talked about it on this show or not. I think I've, I know I've talked about it on, on a stream before, but I don't know if I actually have talked about it here on this, this show. Uh, So actually an army buddy of mine uh, that I was, uh, we were both in the army together and we got out and we'd been keeping in touch and stuff. And you know, he like hit me up at the end of 2016. And he was like, Hey man, you ever uh, heard this game? And I was like, no, I haven't heard anything about it. I think at that point, I think the only thing they had was kind of like a bare bones website and uh, i didn't even know that they had a discord and i was somewhat getting kind of getting familiar with discord and everything too and so he was like check it out and so i checked it out and then i kind of was following it and i was checking every so often like checking the blogs and stuff and then i ended up seeing they went to kickstarter and i was like okay and i've never i'd never kickstarted a game before um so it's actually the uh, one of the very few games i've kickstarted kickstarted i I'm not going to talk about the other one. It's a shameful project, but um, (laughs) yeah, doesn't bode well for our hero. Luckily, the hero didn't invest too much time or money. So um, but Oath Uh, Ashes was the first (laughs) and really the only one I really like invested like significantly with. But it was at the end of the Kickstarter I invested because I was very skeptical, very, very skeptical of I think any new MMO just because like a lot of people know we've been burned over and over and over uh and yeah. and yeah and so you know like everything they were saying and and i waited till like the end of the Kickstarter. i mean it was like the last day man i really like i and then i just i i like had watched some of the live streams by that point and i've you know like it really interested in me like i was really excited about it. I was like man this like idea of multiple servers that are like different realities and like the world that's ever changing and, you know, really getting away from this whole idea of stun locking and meta. And of course there always be a meta, but different story, but, but the idea that, you know, the world will be ever changing and it's because of the player's decisions, you know, and it just, there were so many things that just really resonated and it, it sounded really good. Like a lot of things do right. Exceptionally yeah, okay. so. But at the end of the Kickstarter, I was like, I've got to go with my gut. I really like if I go with my instincts in my gut, I was like, I am I, I believe it. I got to do it. You know, I felt like if I didn't do it, I would probably regret the decision later. And so yeah. I went with my yeah. gut, man. And, you know, and and hell, if they haven't reinforced that gut feeling here recently, huh? Right. right.
1: Yeah, see, I definitely feel a little bit vindicated in my choices too, because I've been—I was always hesitant about Kickstarter anything. Like, I've been jumping on the website for a year or two at that point, like just looking at random things. I backed like a watch and some other small little thing, but anything big, it's like I don't even know. At this point, I'm an investor, and I don't have the kind of money to invest stuff. Like, yeah, I'll toss a couple of dollars here and there, but then mm-hmm. yeah, I read through everything, and I remember like my old days in Ultima Online, like just the the hands-on feeling of really altering what's going on in the world mm-hmm. and the open world dungeon type feel where you go in and you're fighting against people against things all at the same time it's just it's such right. an epic feeling and it took me back to that kind of feel like a, an actual revolutionary game revolutionary is something that's going to change how things can can really be perceived
0: right yeah the non pay to win yeah. was a big component too i mean that was just like dude
2: I think, yeah, before, think so. the thing for me was the living world. That was a <clears throat> a thought process that I hadn't came across yet in video games, as well as the fact that it was pre, I mean, pre Alpha Zero at that point, but like how good the graphics looked even then, I was just blown away from the thought Um and it's not like games like World of Warcraft are not interesting to me because of the graphics, but it just that level of realisticness, I guess is the word I'm coming for. Um, like the reality mm-hmm. of it looking like you could actually be there somewhere in the world. is just, it was so pretty. And I mean, the way that they did the last um, teaser and... When I was in one of the Discord servers, they were talking about how many trees they, there were in the alpha, pre-alpha, early viewing. Um, and that it wasn't stuttering or anything, but to have that much foliage and go from like winter to not winter. And it was right. just, it was really cool.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So I linked in and for those of you here on Twitch, if you aren't here on Twitch and you're listening or watching this later, shame on you. But all good. <laughs> You uh, will get the link as well. Be sure to link it in the description by LinkedIn, uh, not Discord, but in Twitch chat, the uh, the forum post that uh, uh, has the write-up for the Discord Q&A that we talked about. And uh, I actually, before we kind of talk about that, because that's going to be basically our point of discussion today, and we'll probably veer off the rails a little bit, but that's okay. We do that from time to time. Uh, but the main thing I wanted to chat about was uh, I want to get your feedback. I know you were both here last episode, uh, at last Sunday, and... We, we had a really good conversation. Steven dropped by. Um, they were making the rounds that weekend. It was nice. Um, yeah. 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 Kind of seeing them like really kind of checking in with the community and seeing where people's like, you know, their thoughts were on everything, which is really nice. But, uh, you know, just kind of here and now, like, you know, you, Virtec, you talked about feeling vindicated. And I know that a lot of people uh have... You know, there there was a lot over the last year, there was a lot of shade, man. A lot of shade being thrown at at Intrepid Studio. And Alpha Soul said something that I think was really important last week. And he had mentioned that, you know, if you're a developer and you're really passionate, like a lot of people just just bashing on the game and saying it's a scam or saying that it's only this APOC or it's only this or it's only that. And I have a point. Don't let me forget this, man. Tech, you gotta hold me accountable here. Don't let me forget okay. to tell you about this show I was on this week because I got to tell you guys about this. It's a really good snapshot of like what this, you know, outsiders say and think about this game because it was just like very, it was a really good like reference point. But, um, wow. yeah. Uh, but anyway, like, alpha soul said you know that's gotta like really bother you right if you're really excited passionate like steven right he's this is his world man like came from his D pathfinder campaign you know and he's dumping everything into this and and time and you know effort and energy and resources manpower i mean just everything and to have a lot of people just bashing on it like i mean yeah i agree that's got to be rough but even for us that are die hard right that have been following it for a long time you know, even some of us, even I've been, I've been critical. I was like, damn man, like we gotta have communication and there's gotta be this and that. And it's like, people we res, we're resonating, uh, or we're like voicing a lot of the, the voices that are resonating in our own communities. And it, you know, it's just this overall, this overarching theme of, we, we feel like we don't know what's going on here. And there's a lot of like, just kind of not seeing a lot of clarity. And vindication was a great word because a lot of us who have been really proponents of this game and supporting it, whether we have, you know, constructive criticism and maybe things are critical from time to time or not, but at the end of the day, we still support it and we we believe in it. And when we continue to tell people, here's what this game mode is and here's what it's for and all this and rinse repeat, and people are just like no 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 and you see the stuff on steam and all the reviews and all this and that this was just like the culmination of all this time for me of, of going no you know here's what it is this is what they're telling us this is these are the facts and then that just couldn't have been any more of, of a moment where it's like ah. What did it not do yet. for you both, though, you know? Uh, and where were you over the past year? You know, kind of what was your mind at over time?
2: I'll let Vertec go first on this one.
0: All righty,
1: uh, So, oh, sorry. I'm good, you're good. My microphone. It's like right there. It, it angers me. It's in the corner of my view. I just got to smack it every once in a while. <laughs> so, um, yeah, with, with me, I mean, I am a firm believer that there's always like a couple different uh, pieces to to people that follow anything really. there's there's like passion, there's faith, and there's like knowledge, and a few other things, but like y- you gotta have a little bit of all of them to be able to even see a whole picture mm-hmm. or even have the, the somewhat of a, a resemblance of a whole picture. And if you have a lot of passion, um like like Toast was saying, you can have a lot of passion and it could be slightly misdirected because you either don't have faith or you don't have the knowledge needed. To make a good judgment call on where that passion should be directed to Mm -hmm. and the people who have a lot of passion but they have had uh, look at look at every past game that you've played that you've loved it's kind of like a relationship you're you're devoted into that even um uh, even bcg was mentioning that it's kind of like a a a connection that you make with something Mm -hmm. If, if you're jilted by so many ex lovers, then suddenly you get, you meet another one and they start behaving somewhat similarly. You just, your first instinct is to just flush it because it's just like all the others Mm -hmm. and you get angry and you're, I can't believe this is happening again. And that, that could very well be what's going on with a lot of people is they're just, they've seen so many of their passion projects go South for one reason or another, and they see a similar behavior and they just think, Oh, it's just, just like that. And they don't want to look any further. And they don't want to look into, like, like, the reactions to the BR. Right. I'm not a BR fan. I don't really like them. But I played the bejeebus out of it because it's Ashes. It needed right. tested. And I wanted those cosmetics. So, you know, I had reasons. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I also knew that that's not what the end game is going to be. Like, the, the finished product is not going to be that. But there are other people who didn't know that. They just saw, oh, Ashes. Cool. It's the game I've been hearing about. Let's play it. Oh, this is garbage. Right. Yep. And they didn't even read between the lines of it's a pre alpha testing ground or anything like that, which you can't really hold it against them necessarily to the right. full extent. Like, yeah, they should have, but you can't really like blame them. I mean, there's a zillion games on Steam. Yeah. Right? It's just one of like 9,473 that really released this year, yep. the past three months. So, <laughs> it's, whatever. But, um, I just think that there's a lot of minds that may have been changed at least a little bit, Mm -hmm. like maybe enough to give it a second chance and a second look because of the fact that, yes, there were some actual MMO mechanics and and some real core mechanics of the game Mm -hmm. that were put forward that they can actually see.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I agree. The proof is in the pudding. (laughs)
2: As for me, over the last year, I would say it's been up and down. Um, I'm a typically glass half full kind of person. So while most people will probably give up hope, I'll be there being like, you know, sure, the boat's starting to sink, but maybe we'll find the magical thing that'll make it float again, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, very different from like a real life situation on my part. But I mean, when I'm when I put money and time invested in something, I usually believe that I have made a good choice in investing in it. And from a PI perspective and what I get to see, um, so, for example, when they would show us some things and talk about it with us, yeah, then, like, I'm able to get an, a better understanding. I mean, there was a situation where, you know, they started sharing, sharing less, but when Margaret and uh, Toast came on, like, things... What happened, in my opinion, over the last year before Toast and Maggie came on was that Stephen was just wearing too many hats. So he started losing the ability to be as clear with us and as, like, hey, this is what's going on. This is, you know, what I've been working on. So for a moment there, there was like this weird rift of like not having information, which is what you were talking about. And I mean, our own podcast ended up suffering from not having a whole lot to talk about either we went from every week to every other week pretty much yeah second and last weekend of the month because there was less and less stuff to talk about now it is understandable that there's less and less stuff to talk about when they're putting their heads down and grinding forward on things like a br and alpha one and castle siege and things like that so from my standpoint it makes complete sense but it, it from a content creator standpoint it can be hard sometimes to find things to talk about to have the reason to bring in a group of people including our viewers that are joining us you know and um it's just one of those things that yes sometimes it felt like there was a lack of information sometimes it felt like oh man they're they're starting to slip on their their deliveries um there's a couple of times during the quarterly um creative director letters that we didn't get one or it was announced later that there wasn't going to be one but because the information was going to be in the next one and things like that. And so, like, sure, there's dips when I'm like, hmm, I don't know. But then, like, patience pays off. The creative director letter comes out towards, like, the next quarter and, bang, all this important, like, awesome information is out. And I was like, okay, well, that was worth waiting for. I wish they had given us a little something before, but you know what? This is great. Like, they're making steps forward. They're learning. They're progressing. Like, it's it's been a a, t- a tough, difficult situation for them. And I mean, mm-hmm. one of those is dealing with the server side stuff that you can't account for at the beginning of a game development. If you don't know what to expect, you can't be there to account for it. Basically.
1: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> so, overall, I'd say my feelings towards the game were, hmm, I'm not sure, but I'm still hanging on here. I'm still supporting it. I believe in Ash as a creation. I'm not going to give up on them. I've, I've put too much faith in them at this point, pretty much.
0: So. Yeah, that was the thing. I think I, I came back to several times over was look at the end of the day. I've, I believe in it. I'm committed because I believe in it. And you know, yeah, a lot of people do react off of emotion and they don't really base things on facts and, um, you know, and sometimes they just base it out so much as based. And this is, I'm going to be the segue here I, this is, I'm really glad I remember this cause I was going to make a note to first talk about it. And I forgot to make the note of it and it just came back up in my mind just now. And I was so happy that I didn't forget this because I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to chat about this with both of you two because I think this is going to be interesting. So I got asked to, and we're going to get to the Discord Q&A part shortly. So I got invited to do, um, I was doing a roundtable over this past year called Rhetoric. And it was kind of a variety, like roundtable, kind of, you know, a little bit debatey and all that. I, it's, it's on hiatus at this point, but you know gets too political you're just kind of like dude i wanna but it i met some people over the, that time and so i got invited onto one of their shows that they do and that was on uh last thursday or something i think uh like that i don't remember but i got on there and even uh one of my community members here charles she was there watching too anyway uh it was uh different bullet points in the beginning bullet points were actually around mmorpgs And the first thing on the list was that Ashes was going into Alpha One. And so I'm like, cool, I can go and I can kind of represent the game, you know, and like maybe give some good information, provide some clarity for anybody who doesn't know about it or opportunity to kind of promote the game and do something positive for the game and its community. Right. So you get on there and we're doing this roundtable and there's someone else there who is uh, I'm not going to name him, partnered. MMORPG player for another game predominantly but I guess they're kind of like dipping into a bunch of them and stuff and and so basically we start talking about what is ashes and so we're talking about it and we brought APOC was brought up and so then it's like okay well this is kind of what APOC was same old spiel we tell everybody right and they're like, no, it wasn't and this and that. And they're not even using unreal engine four. And you could tell because it looks like this and it's actually, they went to unreal three. And so they're not actually, you know, and all the stuff they tested and APOC wasn't even something they needed to test. You know, there's no evidence to support that. And I'm just sitting here going like, and it got like super gatekeepy, right. Okay. To where like the entire conversation on any MMO or especially ashes, it was just kind of like, you know, uh, you know, it's interesting to hear your points, but my point's the right one. So that was like horrible to begin with. And then on top of that, when I actually like they said this thing about like, uh, you know, one of my friends said that it was, you know, reverted to Unreal 3 and you can tell because you look at it. So the main takeaway was so your friend told you. So you're presenting that as fact. And I asked him, I was like, can you show me where there's like evidence to support this? Because, you know, the current evidence supports that it's Unreal 4. And they haven't said any different. And if you got any different, I'd love to know because that's news to me. And so they couldn't provide the evidence, never got anything. And then at the end of the day, it was like, man, the information that this person has and is actually like sharing is like not even good information. Like it's not even facts. It's just my friend told me and it looks like this. So that's why I'm telling people. And it's like wow oh and then i couldn't even like get a word in edgewise because they wouldn't hear it you're just going oh my god dude but <laughs> so this is definitely for people outside of our box or our bubble this is kind of an example of some of the dialogue that's going on out there right so yeah. i yeah so you know whether you're a small or large creator and this is not a dig at then this is just facts is what it is right but i was like it gave me a really good snapshot into What someone who might be neutral to having really followed the game and really, you know, over this course of time and actually having, um, you know, historically learned about the game and been, you know, providing, you know, evidence to support the stuff that they're basically saying, which is, you know, this is nodes and here's how it works. The It was just a lot of bad information. And at the end of the day, I really the takeaway for me was. Man, people like you two or myself or any any of the other creators that create content for this game in any capacity, anyone on the discord, anyone on the forums, anyone on social media. If you are, you know, helping to educate people when people say, hey, what is this or hey, what is that? Or I heard that it's like even taking the moment to go, hey, just, you know, more than happy to give you some information here. Or this is the current information here's a link to it or here's where you can research it more the wiki the forums the the blog their news posts any of that stuff like for anyone who does that and carries that torch man you all are really champions because there's a lot of misinformation out there um but with that being said you know i kind of for you too and this is not even really something that was on the notes to talk about but you know when when you're faced with that kind of rigidity or um you know just recognizing that there's not not very good information out there like what's what's something that you all do or you would recommend people do to kind of help you know clear the air a bit what do they have you know um agency over to do
2: yeah so this um, is something that's like super close to my heart personally mm-hmm. um <clears throat> yeah and um, i was saying i was in a discord uh while the pre-alpha showing was happening and um Basically, one of the people were getting really annoyed that all these people were asking the same questions that have already been asked before. And I had to stop and remind them, like, hey, this is the first time they're showing any Alpha 1 pre-early content, things like that. So we have to remember that these people may have never even joined in on... Uh... <laughs> on any of the previous ashes things before so it's really important that the way we present ourselves on their first time experiencing the ashes of creation community is important um this can like this includes being mm-hmm. polite towards them as like overly answering the same questions i mean right. i know z was going crazy as well as the other moms trying to say hey we answered this here and linking back to the wiki and doing their best to answer like a lot of the things and send out as much information as possible but that's one way of showing it another way is just you know if if you hear somebody maybe misunderstood stuff link them some some info link Mm -hmm. them to the wiki the wiki uh that lex runs is very well kept and i i believe that like i go there very often to yeah
0: i do i definitely do so they save the receipts
2: yeah, they saved it all the receipts. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, basically it just, I think it's really important to keep an open mind that not everybody has heard all of the things that we we know. We've been following this game for three years. Yeah. We know a lot of things that a lot of people don't. And, and to be honest, I sometimes go on the wiki and learn new things that even all I, three-year-old follower, didn't know. <laughs> so all yeah, all I just I think it's important that content creators, such as you, ourselves, and other people that represent yeah. the community, do our best to represent it as positive as possible.
1: Hmm. And uh, let me just let me just say that Z is an absolute treasure for the yeah. ashes community. Like really, <laughs> just throwing that out there. But um, yeah, like I whenever I bump into a conversation where someone starts talking about you know, misinformation, be it purposely or accidentally or whatever, I always approach it as, yeah, yeah, I've heard people talking about that type of stuff, but that's, that's not really the whole story because there's other things. Like at least acknowledge, like, yeah, there's, there's talk about that. I totally see how you could get that impression. But dot, 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 insert said receipts right. and, Wiki and links okay. and documentation that says this is, you know, all the stuff. Like this is what's really going on and what's really happening.
2: Invite them to at your least, Discord.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly. Like just to at least acknowledge that, yeah, yeah, you, you heard some information and people are talking about it that way. But right. let, mm-hmm. me, uh, let me rewind it and give you a little bit more backstory.
2: I must say, though, it really does dishearten me to hear that, you know, such misled information is out there about the game. And I know Steven is doing his best with what he's got, you know, as far as the whole misinformation people Mm -hmm. coming at him really hard i mean he's even said it himself like he's developed a thick skin over this you know and i think it's really great that he doesn't let all these naysayers or screaming minorities (laughs) um get to him and his game development you you know
0: right so let's let's move to the uh Let's move to the Discord Q&A a bit here because uh, yeah. we've got some pretty good points on this one. And I know Vertech has, has one specifically that he was really interested in talking about. I think they're going to kind of uh, merge a bit. So I'm just going to quickly like hit the bullet points. okay? And I did link it in chat earlier. So we've got – they discuss uh, upgrading to Kickstarter packages. There was discussion around what was kind of coming up next month, um, which I actually want to – uh, come back and like highlight that one a bit more specifically, even though we aren't really going to talk about it. It's just kind of one of those things that check the boxes on later. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, talked about potentially like staff streaming ashes, and that could be something we see start to happen through development. Uh, could also be something that starts to happen um, because of the fact they're at home, but we'll kind of see how that plays out. Um, talking about the mayor confirmation, 30 day cycles, uh, node citizenship. Uh, that was another one housing, uh, around that a limit to changing citizenship and the regularity of it, uh, talking about gathering a bit, there were some points around the hero statue and heroes, uh, talking about, um, kind of like a waiting period, uh, or a minimum amount of people that kind of be required before a mayor could be voted, um, in. And then there was some discussion around like combat, tab target, combat, action, combat, kind of the percentages around that 75 what is it the 25 to 75% ratio is yeah. kind of what we're talking about a lot there in terms mm-hmm. of like how much how much like weight you could kind of like shift one way or the other in terms of like is it more action oriented or more tab target oriented um and kind of which which way on that spectrum can you like kind of veer it a bit um and then talking a little bit about uh collision effects caravans They talked about the cleric a little more specifically and then um kind of like switching to secondary classes and stuff like that so those are all some of the main points i want to go back though to the uh upcoming month now talking about this month now um Mm -hmm. so what to kind of expect that we could see which is uh lots of systems online presentable state good reception from alpha one preview they talked about moving forward looking at maybe some more of the housing purchasing freehold systems in april um rapid iteration on combat which i'm curious about and then more in-depth look at previous displayed system and then maybe seeing that more in like a dev diary format so those are some of the the points though but the, the point that I am really curious about is how they're going to choose the hero choice. Like, so when we go back and look at that one, let me go down and find it here real quick. Um, yeah, so can you have multiple champions? No, just one. Reason for, the cha- for this is so the champion is to, uh, there being just one is to avoid balancing issues that can happen in the game around 1v1 combat. Uh, also talked about how they haven't really released the or why they waited on releasing the divine and military node dub diaries and that that's because of wanting to showcase how that hero system or champion system uh, is going to like kind of tie into those node systems. Uh, but anyway, just kind of really curious how that choice is going to be made. And I I, I don't I, I guess one of the ways that like I don't really want to see that happen is. um through a voting system of sorts like a popularity contest sorts that i've seen and it, when i when they talked about that my thoughts were that hero system in Arcage, uh where basically you just kind of vote on somebody and i was like i don't really care for that because i think that even though there's like a level of merit in in uh Age, for example the merits just kind of like did you collect this and then did people vote on you and that, I don't know. That's not really a kind of merit system that I really care for. Um, so I don't know. That's something that's going to be very, very tricky in terms of like this idea of uh, of a champion. But uh, <laughs> that's funny. Now you're good. I'm just watching that in chat. They're going on Crusades for those that are listening or can't see this on YouTube later. They're, they're going on Crusades, which is a mini game that you can play on my stream whenever I'm live. And everybody's participating. So it's it's really funny because the RP factor is light. It's all about crusades and light's justice and getting vanquished and getting mass res by me and stuff. It's it's fantastic. Shame on you, Adenium. Don't shame on you. Don't shame me. You don't have
1: enough.
0: You don't have enough shards of light. Feels bad, man. <laughs> what well, i can pay attention to my chat i am paying attention to my podcast there
2: we go i joined for 100 <laughs> man,
0: see that Trying to so discord man i'm telling you anyway oh,
2: man. <laughs> so what
0: what are some ways that like of cho- choosing a champion that you all would be like a bit concerned about or is there a way that would be concerning to you i
2: actually never had an experience with
1: that <laughs> i'm i'm gonna Lean, lean out on a limb here and say that i think it, instead of really like choosing a champion like because he said it's going to be a, a, basically an npc right and you gear up and you run through uh and, and i don't know if it just means like hey you go do this thing or literally run through with them on your side to run through quests and whatnot mm, the to gear. scale them up and mm-hmm. everything but so I, so I think it's it's not so much choosing a champion from amongst many so much as here's your champion now build them up to represent you in the arena and then you take over that character. My concerns on that are going to be is it going to be the same champion and all you can really do is say uh alter a little bit of it like you can give him better gear or different gear that focuses on attack or gear that focuses on best outfit. Yes, I love it.
0: <laughs> best outfit
1: or um, or or you know just a little bit of tweak on what kind of stats you prefer or like instead of doing a leg sweep you do a you know roundhouse kick or something like that like or is it going to be more varied because i, I have a feeling that somebody who's used to playing a healer all the time and they're an amazing pvp healer mm-hmm. like offensive defensive and everything but then all they have that anybody can choose from is a gladiator style class Like, maybe they're going to be absolutely horrendous with that. They could be the top PvP player in the world, number one PvP player, like, best record ever, and, like, dominating field. Exactly. But then if they get handed a Gladiator, they're never going to be in the top 100. And that's my only concern, is is it going to be a flexible Mm -hmm. skill set that they'll be able to choose from? Um, But Stephen also mentioned the woes of balancing between so many different classes. So hopefully it'll be, maybe they can just literally drop you know, uh, a quadrilogy, <laughs> you know, uh, a physical damage, a tank, a healer, and a uh, two different ranges. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get like a, a quintilogy. Quintilogy. <laughs> get like so five different classes that, that they can balance just those five.
2: Yeah. So it's the, um, champion somebody you run with then sorry it's like uh it's kind of like the monster
0: coin system so I, I was orienting my conversation piece definitely around a player which i'm gonna get to i probably should have led with that but basically it's like a, um the monster coin system is basically what i see it as being only it's a npc vehicle that you can use and instead of it being like the monster that you go wreak havoc with, with uh wreak havoc with with the monster coins it's a um champion uh okay that that you have but yeah it's like how do you how does that that's what i'm like going going on about because and then how you stop like this one person from constantly getting it and just like destroying with it and getting mm. some sort and then is there like gonna be a i'm sorry i'm I'm veering off on this one a no, little no, early
2: because no, like trying to figure out like what it is in the first place so mm-hmm. like these are like
0: yeah because you know.
2: it, it depends on how they make it i guess
0: yeah <laughs> it says here like player can feed their champion gear quest resources or money to make them stronger
2: uh, it's kind of like the final fantasy 14 um vendor person you have that you can send out on quests but except they actually go with you yeah okay yeah. that makes more sense to me okay um
1: yeah except yeah. when the time comes to to battle you jump in and you play as that character yeah
2: oh okay okay oh interesting right I don't know. <laughs> that's a good that's a good question.
0: <laughs> See, it's like it's a- if it's supplemental, right? And it's not like super I guess my my concern is you get like a really good PvPer hmm. or PvE or rate or whatever, how depending on how this plays out. You get somebody who's like really skilled, like Virtech's talking about, and then you got this thing beefed up and you got this one even maybe community who's got this thing on their side and then just goes through and, and wreaks havoc because yeah i don't know man i could see this being like something that gets a little op and then gets really broken and then you get one player group or player dominating and some sort of a rank structure i think if they can avoid that i'm good with no matter what they do as long as it supplements whatever they here so yeah so look at it from this
1: angle Let's say with with all the choices in the world that he wants to make meaningful and impactful, and everybody can choose yeah. collectively to make a change to something. So let's say one city gets too powerful and starts dominating the everything because of whatever they're the economic node to go to, and they're making all the money and they're just crushing everybody else financially. Mm-hmm. And blah blah blah. Well, what can the other yeah. people do? Well, they can. Hey, let's have a bunch of people just go sack that node, and it's done. The end. Right. Good counter. Okay. Yeah. So in the uh, military node, you got. One person or one guild that's supporting one person who's just dominating in the arena, right? In theory, there's going to be a cap on how much you can juice up a character True. or a champion. And so you get another guild or a couple guilds or just a group of friends amongst many guilds that are like, we got to get this jerk out of here. He is just destroying this node. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the nodes don't care enough to battle it and take it out because he's messing up this node. They don't care. <laughs> Whatever. He's messing up our node. Their civilization's winning. So they don't want to take it out, but we got to get him out of here so we can get stronger. So then everyone starts pooling resources and pooling time and you got a sleeper, like a sleeper sec down there, just building up this champion and practicing and practicing and practicing. And they go in one day and just dethrone the guy or gal. You never know, but you know, go you just dethrone whoever it is. And next thing you know, they're the champion that's winning every time. <laughs> and then their support starts to dwindle because hey, things are doing all right. We're not going to keep feeding you a bunch of resources now. Mm-hmm. And then somebody yeah. else comes along and dominates because they had a support, you know, a support line to a bunch of people.
0: Interesting, using it as a balance to kind of like counterweight the, yeah, the potential like OP guild group or like player or whatever, and having this to kind of serve to help restore balance almost.
1: Yeah, I mean, you figure if it's. I mean, that's a PvP alone is a highly competitive thing. Yeah, nobody stays on top forever. No. Nobody stays on top for probably longer than maybe two or three runs, and then they're dethroned. And so I can see it, especially if it's actual rewards in game of being able to guide an entire node's direction. It's going to get super competitive. Mm -hmm. Like they might need to cordon off a section of the forums with like a firewall and like a, a release <laughs> form saying you do not uh you will not place uh, any of your harm at our feet thank you uh, signed in <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> just to
1: enter that part of the forums because it's going to be so competitive and so much raw filled angst in there it's going to be insane
0: true man so that was like that was like one of my main my main points was like i was looking at that and i was going man How can this be used in in a positive way and not in a way that's gonna somehow just like be super overpowered, like breaking the game, ruining the fun for someone else? Uh a lot like a ganker, right? But we know that we got a corruption Mm -hmm. system in place for that, right? Which is you know, all hell. I don't know, I don't know if I would say hail corruption, but in this situation, corruption could be just, which is weird, but yeah, Yeah. right. (laughs) So so what were some of the points out of that uh that Discord Q&A that really like caught your attention? I know Beer tech had one. I didn't know what maybe yours would have been, Doshi.
2: Um I'm interested in the uh <clears throat> cleric and uh gathering stuff. And those mm-hmm. are the things that usually catch my attention. Um I know everybody thinks the cleric is OP. I've been hearing that since 3 yes. alpha 0. <laughs> Um, but I think the other thing to think about, especially from the, the video that they showed us was that like, they're all wearing dev gear and as Steven mentioned, you know, it's supposed to simulate from one to 20 and, you know, so they're definitely overpowered for sure. Um, even three of them getting the dragon down as low as they did, um, for a 40 man raid, it just shows you how powerful that dev gear is. Um, And uh, Margaret calling Jeffrey a, a noob for not wearing a shield was just perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely added some of her little uh, her her Discord emotes in there as an edit to that one because we dropped it at the beginning of the YouTube video that uh, we put up for our last stream. Nice. Yeah. I thought I thought it got me
0: some chuckles. For what it's <sighs> worth, Claire hit like a truck in Alpha Zero. That's all I know. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is so nice.
2: Tuning. Tuning is uh, important, but I mean, the other thing is like, it's a nice difference, I guess I'll say from like World of Warcraft when I was playing like Holy Priest and stuff like that, where I'm like, right. I need Vertex to run with me because otherwise I will die on my own. <laughs> um, like I'll either run out of mana trying to heal myself because I just somehow have a, a bad habit of attracting the round cr- crowd of party people.
0: <laughs> no, <we're> wrong. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: We'll just be running, and I'll just have a big mass of them on me, and I'm like, "Help, <laughs> Vertech! will have to get them off of me." <laughs> funny
0: man, Vertech man. Yours is an oh, interesting say, point.
1: Yeah, a... Oh yeah the the one the, the one that I really called out. But yeah, yeah. I just wanted to touch on the, the cleric thing, like how they were talking about. There's there's mm-hmm. a real growth of character going from the low low levels to the high levels. That's like every game, to be honest. And it just totally makes sense to me. But just uh, towards the end, you know fighting on the dragon, who died really, really fast when the other two fell over? <laughs> yeah, the healer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it started to show a power, a power difference yeah. later on. True. Early on, yeah, it, just, it was all just, everybody attacked me.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. The thing that caught my attention was the, let me pull up just to see exactly how it was phrased here. Uh-huh. The uh, Citizen of a Node. Um, and limit changing citizenship Mm -hmm. regularly. So hopping from one node to another, just kind of couch surfing as you would through ashes. Um, Increasing the tax rate for newer citizens. I actually really enjoy that idea for a bunch of different reasons, but it also brought back um, ideas I had where uh, the economic node I'm hoping Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't seen anywhere that says it's going to happen, but I'm hoping that they have additional knobs to turn when it comes to taxation. Like, say, uh, being able to tax, uh, say, certain goods or services more so than others instead of just all goods and services sold and Mm -hmm. offered. Because that would just, I feel, add a little bit more hyperrealism to if there were two economic nodes that were, you know, in, in agreement and writing treaties between this and that. Like, hey, we got a whole lot of stone mines around here. So how about you just let us be, you know, the, the main stone uh, providers Ooh. and or the main iron providers or what have you. And it's taxed heavily from anywhere else. And you guys can be the big, you know, herb providers for potions and things like that. And we'll just tax it heavily coming from anywhere from our area or something to encourage them to, to let you guys focus on your strength. And we'll focus on ours and we'll just encourage that hand in hand. But to be able to have a couple extra levers, being the economic node, I think that'd be really cool, and being able to adjust something like that.
2: Yeah. Um, I I think theirs was broken on stream when she tried taxing, and there was no taxes. (laughs) We're like, Margaret hacks. (laughs) (laughs) You guys
0: read that in chat. This is so not funny, man. (laughs) Don't mention. Don't talk about taxes. Seymour's eyes start to twitch as he remembers he hasn't done his yet. <laughs> what a that happy place. Real. Yeah, also, as like when you think about that, though, if you have a, a couple nodes that, uh, or Metropolis is essentially right, where they have those levers uh, or those dials that they can turn, then that's, that's interesting <clears throat> from a political perspective of, you know, how are we going to try and, like, uh, work together or potentially like compete with each other too you know like yeah. maybe we both have the mine that has the that rich element that both of us you know have the control over like then then you know, you think about it from like almost that because obviously the you know the the auction house sort of system isn't quite you know it's not going to be the same you know the, the marketplace <laughs> isn't going to be the same in this game but when you think about it from the perspective of like how much money can each metropolis like make you know and how 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 low are they willing to go and then how's that going to tie into something else available that they also have to serve as a counter to that trade and to that taxing process yeah that's that could be very interesting very interesting
1: yeah and just the fact that this came up And it it bringing up the idea of the economic node and so many questions I had with that, Mm. how neat would it be if as a mayor of an economic node specifically, you could invest the city's tax money into investing, how they said you can invest in guilds and um, different nodes and things like that. If you could invest the city's money and stuff like that, let's say you could invest in, say, a PVP guild and you hire them all the time to protect your caravans and your this and that. Mm-hmm. so then you're investing in them and the better they do with everything the more money you get a payout on your investment so you basically give them money but then they earn money for you as well oh, by man. just doing well so like that would okay. that would end up having a good significant advantage for stuff like that
2: I was also just thinking of uh based on what Sinclair said was um like going back and forth between the two cities for whoever had the lower taxes or whatever and um like okay, well, your taxes are higher on this, this thing. Their taxes are lower on this thing. I'll just run over there real quick, grab some of that stuff, and then come back because their taxes are lower, you know, things like that. Um, it just It would drive an interesting, like, wedge between the two where, like, if one of the mayors want more income flowing through, they're going to have to figure out the right balance of taxes, you know, and things like that. Um, also, perhaps we're getting like it was a level six note is the highest yeah metropolis yeah so so let's say we're at a metropolis and it's starting to rank up where like war time is like coming like you know another another Mm -hmm. node is coming to wage war to try to take us out and so the taxes need to go up to be able to fund the things for the war um situation and and If everybody in that node is, um, knowing and accepting of that idea, then, um, they're more likely, uh, willing to try to, um, I guess, instead of go to the cheaper area, put in their money to the current node to try to buff up the money to be able to better prepare things like that. Um, but that's something else I'm interested in seeing kind of tying in with the whole, uh, crafting and gathering thing um i saw that they were saying for like crafters there's like blueprints and stuff that you need to get to be able to know how to make it for the gatherers you might need to talk to a um npc and get a tool Mm -hmm. crafted somehow um but then like that stuff can come in towards like saving up for a a big fight or like maybe you want to go sell to the town that has the higher tax rate so you get more of your money out of it or something. I'm not sure, but it just it adds an interesting economic side of things.
1: I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sunfrog, let me tell you something about the businesses in my uh, my node. So we don't <laughs> use dealer. the term taxes. We don't like taxes, all right? We, they, we, we protect them, so they pay us for the protection, you know? We keep them safe. <laughs> we keep them healthy. We make sure legs don't get broken walking down the road,
0: you know? Metaphorically <laughs> speaking in a game. <laughs> 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 just, you know at this point it's just because it's for just the lols like, yeah <laughs> disclaimer <laughs> but also for the lols but also for the disclaimer but you know it's really funny as you see how yeah, look at this Jacqueline chat's already going yeah uh doesn't charge his guildies or or at least it better have a guild guild rates or else <laughs> guild rates i'm gonna like toxic I mean,
2: yeah. oh,
0: <laughs> you know it it is an interesting idea though when you think about the other social constructs like guilds or keep owners you know you think about the metropolises you think about the people who have property you think about the people who have businesses and all of those different dynamics how they how they or even if you think about it like too like if um you have this metropolis right and then you got people who have freeholds in the outskirts of that somehow and you have all of these are the layers that are going to go into economy and politics and decisions around military like conquest. Uh, you know, I mean, it even goes and ties into the idea of a champion NPC or the people who are the the quote unquote champions. Cause when you think about, you know, like, and this is where I go and I tie in the idea behind, okay, as we talked about the the champion, right? The NPC champion. And the reason I'm thinking of concerns around uh like choice and this is like a tie into the military node is when i think about a military node and i think about how that person's chosen like clearly it's the person who conquests the most right mm-hmm. should be right or is it a choice similar to that hero system in Age you know it or is it like the uh emperor system in in the elder scrolls online right uh, what what's the what's the decision like so when they when they get back to the node system uh dev diaries or or post on that how are they going to decide who that person is like how is that chosen i feel like for a military node you've got to make you got to be really careful about that mm-hmm. it can't just be something in my opinion like look i'm an emperor in eso i got it right i don't think that's a good way to go about getting emperor I I don't I got it I did it right (laughs) but I don't think that's the best way I think that there's I think something more interesting that could be done to choosing an emperor than just like having in the Elder Scrolls Online it's the six keeps surrounding the imperial city and you got to have the highest AP right in order to get emperor Denians don't don't former emperor me (laughs) (laughs) I don't yeah, need, It is formerly known
1: as Emperor. You know what I
0: hate about that title, too, is it's actually former emperor. I'm like, really? You uh, were, but now uh, you're not. Like, I hate that title. Uh, I love my armor. I wear that, but I hate the title. But, you know, like, I, I guess I guess I'm going to kind of like back up and ask you all, like, what do you think? What would be a good way to choose a leader like that for a military node? Because that's something they've hinted at. We haven't posted about this yet because we're still working on this and some of this plays into things like how a champion selection is and all of that stuff right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how should a leader be chosen i mean i think
1: that that champion thing is is a really good start to it because i mean military node it, it's all about pvp i mean that's
0: that's no. where
1: you get your bounty hunters right yep so you got to be a good fighter to know that you know what you need to support your bounty hunters to go out and Collect all the bounties that's going to be one of the big things they need to push on like what the what the superpower is for the node they haven't talked about yet as far as i know so who knows what that could be but you know they have to at least be somewhat pvp minded now i think it'd be neat if they had some extra selection requirements like let's say if you had to go through as a party and and run through with like a group of people and like (laughs) It's enough out of you. We had to go through and actually like accomplish some kind of goal, or if they almost had to do like a a little tower defense mini game or something. I, I don't know, like something more uh, combatish in addition to just the the champion system.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Uh, I was thinking. Um, I mean, I I don't know as far as like official military standpoint, but. Perhaps like something kind of capture the flag-ish could be utilized because, um, I mean, there's the PVP aspect, but you have to do proper planning on how to get to the flag. And um, it takes it to take more than just like numbers overruling on somebody, you know, but um, something like that, I think could be interesting where like with the proper amount of planning because like that's what the military does they have to like make plans on how to execute certain things and and get to the achievement so i don't know um i know like pvp should be definitely a thing it, it does matter but i think i think there should be a multi-facets is what i'm getting at i guess different layers
0: <laughs> that have to be like weighed and balanced to actually get to that decision yeah <sighs> Sorry, I'm trying not to get triggered by my chat right now. Denim's basic no, Templars okay. these days? Are you serious? There ain't nothing basic about this Templar. Get at me. <laughs> Evidence. Okay, I'm so sorry, Beer Tech. You know, Please like,
1: continue. How cool would it be, though? Like, what just popped into my head? How cool would it be if you actually had to participate in a, um, like a siege, like a city siege? And that was the actual, like, competition, is you had mm-hmm. one commander literally choosing battle tactics for the entire army trying to siege a castle and somebody else trying to defend. And you had to go mm-hmm. through like multiple, multiple events like that throughout the course of a week. Like you had to participate in at least like 10, 10 battles attacking and 10 battles defending in order to qualify over mm-hmm. the course of a week. Mm-hmm. And you literally told your soldiers which place to go to, which way to go that and you had like a, a menu you could pop up and choose to adjust your strategy on the fly.
0: See how my friends yeah. treat me in chat. You see that? That's how Sorry. my friends treat me. <laughs> I know.
2: That's
0: I was, how they treat me. I
2: was going to say. They said that they're going to drop you like a hot potato and come run into Vertex. That's a
0: cool story, man. <laughs> That's a cool story. No, I like that idea, though. You know, that actually...
2: Yeah.
0: Man, I, I'm really... This is really making me like contemplate how the champion system could tie into a military node and the decisions that the leader of that makes. Mm -hmm. right like battle plans for example then does that like could they predetermine how this person operating a champion has to behave in certain circumstances in their node and then are there like consequences for a person who takes control of that unit vehicle so to speak i mean i'm just thinking completely off the wall here but that would be super cool if there was like i design how the champions even use that changes Mm -hmm. the dynamic Mm. Like where well, you can use a champion under these circumstances or only in these scenarios. That's pretty interesting. That would make it, you know, because I'm just going, they they've I feel like the decision of like choosing a leader's gotta be already I I don't know. I think it probably is already decided at this point. But the dynamic of the, the 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 that particular node and maybe how things like the champion factor in is maybe what's postponing it. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm really curious
1: how new would it be like in addition to all that with the champion system being uh, specific to the military node what if they could like everybody who's training these champions to take part in the uh, like the the actual leadership choice like the leadership ladder yeah it? yeah um what if they could actually After they've been trained up and somebody starts training a champion, they would replace an NPC soldier that backs them up in sieges. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Like, you could actually jack up and beef up if the entire uh, military node was training their champions to try to actually go to to battle to be the leader of the node. There could be a super strong force to defend. Mm Mm-hmm as you would think of for a military node right strategy yeah like maybe you could get like a 25 yeah. percent bonus to all the strength for that that NPC because you're training it up to be you know a superior force <laughs> it could actually be a multi-purpose uh multi-purpose thing man if, yeah
0: that's cool that'd be cool
2: I was also thinking of like what if because a military node I'm thinking Coliseum like and what if um because I think at one point there was discussions about like the uh <clears throat> like the world boss that randomly spawns due to world events, things that happened. Um, what if it was similar like there was an AI that you had to fight for the whole week and each day it had learned from the previous day's fight oh my God and it kind of like puts you into like a um kind of like not what it was it when you're not an instance, there we go. Um, puts you into an instance away from like everybody else in the world, so it's just you and the uh, NPC. But it looks like you can, you could see other people, but they can't see you fighting, so like they can't intervene and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But um, it kind of puts you in this in- instance where you're fighting them one on one. It feels very realistic for you. And meanwhile, that NPC is collecting data from the way that you're attacking, the way that you uh, strategize with it, mm-hmm. how you uh, handle certain things. Um, perhaps maybe it could even do that um, across multiple people trying to vie for the um leader position and kind of compare them based on fighting styles and not like gear or like how many times it wins at pvp but like how it fights it and each day it learns and each day it adapts and then now you have to like figure out something else to it i'm having
0: nightmares right now good job (laughs) amoebas amoebos dude i'm like good job chibi congratulations You just gave Steven an idea of what to do with his uh, AI, and now this is going to be Skynet.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I won't have to worry about it because I'm not going to be in a military mode, but I don't know. I just thought it would be kind of interesting. (laughs) No
0: Skynet happens, everybody. Congratulations. Now we really know what happened. It wasn't John Connor. Yeah,
1: Cheryl, Cheryl had a good idea though earlier, a good mention, like waiting yeah. for some kind of econ professor to send their uh, their students in to study Ashes economy oh, stuff. Right. But I'm waiting for it to first happen where a professor is going to be introduced to it by a student writing an entire thesis, like a master's thesis or something, based on <laughs> economics in Ashes and how they how they attempted to, you know, crash the economy and it was so resilient because blah 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 blah. They write a twenty page thesis on it.
2: Yeah that's so that'd be interesting Jeez, I think. man.
0: Yeah, see this is <laughs> you don't it, the, the all that we don't know it just just reminds me of conversations that I've had with people over the years now about this game yeah. just just speculating, theory crafting like and, and I mean when you go and you look at everything they outlined in the the some of the nodes like this, you know, some of the nodes they released blog posts <laughs> on, I mean there's pretty significant you know utility to some of that, like the library idea of like how that works and being able to like, you know, the, the idea of runes they talked about, which we haven't really heard a lot about that in a while. Mm-hmm, the idea mm-hmm. of runes and all that. I've, I've kind of gone back and looked at that and been like, OK, is this like our augment system. And there's a lot that could go. I mean, so I mean, there was a lot that, that was speculating around just that. And we had a pretty solid outline. This one, I mean, yeah, th- there's probably going to be a lot of layers. And if it's anything like any- we've talked about, then it's going to be pretty extensive. I mean, extensive. I
2: just have to say, after that last video they showed us on their live stream, I'm rearing to get into the game. I can't wait to try it. Right. I can't wait to play it. Um, like, I'm just, I'm so excited for yes. testing to open up. <laughs> I know.
0: I really wanted to be in there playing. I was like, damn, that looks, When especially like I talked about it last week, but you guys, like, it- did either of you play Alpha 0
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. So you go through, like, the beginning zone, which we got a snapshot of in comparison. And then mm-hmm. you get out to, like, where on the live stream, you know, that they had that. I'm totally talking about the same thing. And I know. I don't care. I'm a nerd out about this. But, like, where, where Margaret was, like, yeah, yeah, Where she was, like, up on the griffin and all that. And it was, like, oh, you know, talking about royalty and all that. That that. That just scene of, like, looking down yeah. at all of those ruins that you could see. Like, you know, with like the fog and like the, yeah, that was just, I was like, dude, that is such a different place.
2: (laughs) Right. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: I know I spent a lot of time just
1: exploring that map rather than. Yes. Really like finding something and digging in deep in one area. I was just running through everywhere, looking around and go, what's this? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? And I know Mm -hmm. I ended up in one little area that was like a, a little dig down cave type thing and got destroyed by things and I kept trying to go in there (laughs) and destroyed over and over. I
0: think I know what you're talking about.
1: You had to kind of creep between some rocks. It was kind of like glitching into it, I guess, because I couldn't find the entrance. I just accidentally ended up in there. Oh, jeez. I mean, it was like a little crawly hole. It wasn't like a true glitch. It was just you wouldn't see that it was a crawl hole unless you ducked down. Oh, man.
2: Yeah.
1: But that was the only way I knew. Maybe that was the entrance. I don't know. I just know I took three steps and got clobbered.
0: Jeez. there was a there were some spots there that was like legit you were like yeah okay you're not, you're not you're not going past this man yeah i want i want to get in there so i'm looking forward to seeing what they actually showcase for us. so i know we're getting we're getting we we definitely went on a little longer than i actually expected us to today considering the, no <laughs> it's great the let's talk about let's quickly hit on these other points stuff so we definitely hit on the other points Did you have any other points about the the discord q a you all wanted to chat about not, I mean, not yet. Yeah, I think I think I would, at this point I would just encourage everybody to go check it out. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so we got the email in the creative director's letter, right? Which was mm-hmm. pretty straightforward, but there was a solid outline of dates, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, one moment here, I did pull this up. Okay. Main takeaway. I'm just gonna talk about the the points here. So essentially, timeline wise, we get this: so Alpha One internal testing January, right? Early look at on the live stream was March. Uh, again, this this there's a flow chart for this over on the Ashes of Creation wiki. Um, yeah, uh, May limited QA testing under NDA summer alpha one limited qa testing no nda this is the timeline we're, we're getting potential for and then fall full alpha one release no nda right that's the main takeaway that we got from the creative director's letter right and
2: yeah
0: you know of course some people are already going i and i i saw this a few times right and i feel like it's important that we kind of hit on this right some people are like well if you're gonna do you know alpha one testing and you're not showing it to us, then does that mean that Stephen isn't being honest because he said there would be no NDA for Alpha 1? It's very important that you all understand something. For those who, who are hearing this, who are saying that, I'm talking to you. There's there's testing of an Alpha 1 environment. And then there's releasing an Alpha 1 environment to be played. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And Stephen has always said he wants to utilize the people who back the game to test it. That has never changed from the moment he said it in Alpha Zero until now. Right. right. So mm-hmm. don't get all wound up about the fact there's people that are getting in to test it early. Look, it happened with Alpha One Phase One is what it was called when we were doing the APOC environment stuff. It happened there. Mm-hmm it's going to happen in the future it'll happen all the way till this game launches i would probably even be willing to wager that's a possibility for any testing environment that happens probably post-launch too because it's been the trend of behavior do i know that for a fact no it's speculation but it's a it's an educated guess based on what we've seen so my main takeaway is I don't see anything wrong with that. If it's, look, yeah, it's PI. Yeah, it's early alpha one backers up until the the different, you know, we get the braver worlds or whatever, all the way up to the lowest package. So be it, it's a stress test, man. They gotta get enough people on there. They gotta start somewhere. And if you're utilizing your backers, that's the best way to go about it. It's the way they went about it before. It isn't any news. I don't see that as being a problem. I mean, and I don't see that as being like, hey, uh, he, he's not being true to his word. It's not the case at all. Like,
2: Yeah, and I, I'm going to completely back you on this, too. I mean, part of the, the I, appeal, I would say, of PI for me was being able to be an early backer or early tester, rather, on some of these things. Like, I've done game testing for a couple of big name companies, uh, but like... I think it's important to be able to understand that PI is above the earliest uh, alpha one backing. And it makes sense that they would take in their highest paying people first to do stress testing and that they would make it NDA. Like, okay, yes, I get that you don't want alpha one to be NDA, but these are testing before they actually release the alpha one. And so it's important for them that they... take the time to stress test it and put their best foot forward because this is a very big step in the Ashes of Creation release. Um, This is the first time they're actually going to be releasing proper MMO footage, proper MMO gameplay. And I mean, you saw the way they were reacting because they weren't in studio with the servers being right there and the fastest of the best of everything. Like, they obviously care so much about how the game gets perceived as far as the MMO goes that, like, even that was enough for me to realize, like, oh, look, they, they like, they're worried. Even though it looked amazing, they were worried that mm-hmm. it didn't look good enough. Like, it looks better at in studio because, obviously, the servers are right there. There's no delay in the server. Right. It's just turn it on, yeah. you're right there. But, like... I think that for those of you who are just joining the Ashes community and you've heard that Alpha 1 is going to be non-NDA, I think that they will, like, at, at, it reflects in the creative director's letter. They will release the NDA when they believe that it is at a steady sp- state, and who knows, with enough of us backing and testing it early on, they may be able to release the NDA a lot sooner. It's just... True. It, it it's just a matter of constant testing and, and constant pushing. And honestly, I was with VirgTech earlier on the BR. Like, I was only in there for the cosmetics and stuff, but at, also to help Ashes. But once it seemed to level out and I didn't see them, like, needing the testing as much anymore, I kind of, like, dropped out unless they're, like, cosmetic thing, and I came running right back. <laughs> but um, it's just I, – I think that, like, while – like I, I did feel like, oh man, when I heard something about like there being an NDA, but then like when I actually read there, I was like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, like, I, I get yeah. what they're doing there. You know, so I feel like, um, I don't know. It kind of gets to a point where I feel like some people are just looking for something to be mad at. Sometimes <laughs> we're like, yay, we're finally like the NDA thing. Oh, but that's not going to be non NDA yet. And you're just, but we'll look at it. Will be non NDA. You know it.
1: Yeah. Um, exactly. And like me, I may be a little bit biased because, yeah, I'm I'm in PI, but also coming from that biased standpoint, like not all of us had that necessarily like fully 100 percent. Oh, my gosh. Disposable income. It was a hey, this is a big chunk of change that I could totally spend on something else. But I really have faith in the I want to take a chance on this and toss it in and actually have to, you know, scrimp down a little bit to spend a lot of money on a frivolous thing, like anybody does. You wanna fill your closet with a bunch of clothing that you don't really need, it's just fun to have, it. it's frivolous spending. Same thing with you know, backing a game. But if someone is going to have faith enough in something to put money down, they're probably going to wanna to make sure it comes out okay. So if you're gonna QC mm-hmm. something, why not get the people in who have spent money in and they, they actually legitimately have a stake in the success of that product. and. That being said, I'm surely not a ten thousand dollar backer.
2: No. <laughs> so if they
1: decided that they wanted to give super secret information to ten thousand dollar backers three months before I get it, I'm gonna be jealous. But so be it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because right. they legitimately invested more into the game than than I did.
0: So
2: yeah, yeah, they exactly. Have a lot more on the line. Yeah. I mean, if I think uh
0: oh is his camera uh-oh, again. I'm blaming okay. I'm gonna I blame I blame my audio issues earlier on beer tech's camera. <laughs> <laughs> I, for, I forgot to mention that earlier, but have, have
2: a zoom in of my face, yeah. everyone, for a second. Right. <laughs> but I um I was, the- <laughs> I was gonna say, um
0: Danny, that's enough.
2: I think man. that like th- to go along with what Verzek just said, yeah. um, a lot of us that have backed it with our like higher amounts of money, like we're the ones that are suffering if ashes doesn't make it you know i mean obviously intrepid studio is gonna suffer because it's their creativity their baby but we like worked really hard to put in amounts of money into the game that's not even out yet versus like maybe people who wait until it actually releases to put money in or people who haven't backed yet because of whatever situation um and it's not trying to discount anybody who's following ashes of creation who hasn't put money towards it because i mean let me tell you, we're in hard times right now. I totally get it. But I'm just saying, um, to go along with what Vertek mentioned, we we have a lot of time and money invested, especially if you are a PI, because that's something that I think you can only get from the Kickstarter initially, back yeah. in 2017. So it's just, it's like, the fact that we've been here since 2017 And and that we're content creators now to try to like help new people in the community as well as the community who may be getting mixed signals kind of understand one how we feel as people who have been here from the beginning and two how the community feels I think it really is important to be able to be like that beacon of light for people to go to and be like I'm really confused what the heck is happening Um,
0: (laughs) That's right, light and justice. Um, I'm sorry.
2: but um i was getting distracted by chat yeah yeah. um basically like yeah i mean when it's all said and done we're very invested in ashes we want to make sure that ashes comes out at the best that it can you know i I know that i'm speaking for every single person that's backed it or is interested in ashes Mm -hmm. like as as deeply as we are you know
0: so yeah, I hopefully this
2: will bring back some naysayers.
0: <laughs> yeah, hopefully. So, uh we're we're definitely getting there. I, there was another point of a, a conversation I've been trying to to cultivate around uh these shows here lately. Mm-hmm. And it's been, you know, you feel like there are things that aren't really discussed in the community that you'd like to see more conversation around. And that might even be something that I kind of like you know, as a segue into next time, because next week, uh, next uh, Saturday, uh, which is what, 5 p.m. PDT, right? Got I hope I'm right about that. I, yeah,
2: 5 p.m. Yeah,
0: oh, my memory's working yeah. all right today, isn't it? So <laughs> five the part is I had to think about it before I could confirm. Wait, what is, yeah, yeah. yeah. My assistant <laughs> gave me the memo, apparently. Oh wait, I don't have an assistant. I'm looking for one though. No. <laughs> Intern assistant, whatever i don't know Put man your hand for the <laughs> but you know uh yeah next next uh saturday uh at 5 p.m pdt over on the golden feather i will be joining them so definitely uh, be sure to tune in over there next week everybody mm-hmm. um definitely be shouting that out this week and everything so look for me there um next week on saturday that'll be fun um but you know I think that there are a lot of things, I think that's a good point though, you know, that you brought up, you know, it's not a matter of like looking at it from the perspective of do PI think that they're better or do they, you know, uh, because they spent more money, do they deserve more? It's not even about that. You know, they did invest more uh, Mm -hmm. from a time perspective because they have access. If they, if they utilize that access, they're also investing time that, you know, they generally aren't going to get anything for other than experience and, and helping the game and stuff. So, you know, at the end of the day, like those people, you know, just from a, this is a fact point. If you were, if you invest, the more you invested, the more you've lost, if it doesn't fall through. And I hate to reference yeah. it, but ask the people from Chronicles of valyria
2: Yeah. Right. And, um, I mean, I know they're trying to figure out how to get money back to an extent but there's only so much you can get back you know it's just like it's just one of those things and and that's exactly the point that i was trying to hit on um was the the whole we have yeah we have a lot to lose i mean so did the people that paid 10k which i mean bless your heart if you did that i just i need that money for school (laughs) you know but i'm just it's just mm, there's a lot at stake if this if this game dies
0: right yeah i agree so, you know, I think that's one of the points is like, I, I think my my point is, is going to be just, you know, that's what I think the whole Ashes fam is all about. You know, I, this is part of the reason this episode's titled this too. Like, you know, these two that are here joining me today on the Pathfinder show, you know, they, they're they invested, they've been invested, you know, and I think these are the people that, you know, when I look around, I, I think Ashes fam, I think Chibi Bree, I think Rotech, I think people in the community who who actually try to spread positivity you know good information honest perspectives you know uh, and that's really it and people can outline that as like white knighting but at the end of the day what that really is is passion for the game and and i hope that it will it will follow through for all of us because we all want that and yeah. thanks so much uh jackal for the uh the bits man i really appreciate it bro um but I think that that's my my thing is like so many people and it goes back to vertex very early point, just so many people, like a bad relationship, right? When you have a bad experience in anything and it's hurt you in some way, right? It's easy to get to reflect on the hurt than then you know the positive things that exist. It's easy to go back to that darker place or that painful place and go, oh, well, you know, quickly, my mind goes to this place and I think it's something negative. Well. You know, I think Ashes fam, I think are the people that are like, you know, yeah, OK, that that sort of stuff happened to you in another game. Yeah, there's things in the uh in in the community that might be happening or things uh in communication that maybe aren't ideal. But at the end of the day, you know, it's important to remember, like, why we're all here, what we're looking forward to and to really, you know, base our decisions and the things we say and we do on on facts and on on yeah. choices. You know what I'm saying? And um. No one's perfect. At the end of the day, no one's going to make perfect choices. But my my reflection is hashtag ashes fam.
1: <laughs>
0: it, it you know if you if you got a positive perspective to give you know you really are here because you care about the game and you care about the community and then, then that's what you are man. So represent, and, and I hope to see more people you know I, like you said the naysayers getting quieted and more people that had that hope that fire um, for the game to come back and to kind of like rejoin the community and and to kind of like engage again i think would be really yeah. nice so
2: yeah yeah cuz i know i know so many people like um I'm not going to name a few people but i i know personally a few people that have lost hope in in ashes over a few years and have moved on to other things either sold their accounts or stopped following and it saddens me but i understand because um at the same time you know that's that's time that you're spending for a game that hasn't shown anything, and I am hoping that with their newest live stream, with the newest Alpha One coming out and yeah. everything like that, I hope I hope it will bring people back. I hope that they'll be able to see like all this hard work and effort from the last few years have really paid off. You know, we've stumbled, we've fallen, but we've grown stronger and we've kept going. And I think that's I think that's the important part. I agree
0: story. Yeah. What do what's something you all are really looking forward to seeing or hoping to see sooner than later that you think would be really This is our last point friends and the show is going to come to an end. <laughs> all right? All good things come to an end. Yeah, they do until next time at least and next time we'll be over on the Golden Feather, by the way. Um so <laughs> with that being said though, like what is the what is it that you're you're if you saw this outlined here in the near future in Alpha, it would just really like light the fire for you. Protect. Ladies first? Or you want me to go? <laughs> yeah,
2: I'll leave that buttering. between you two. Okay,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> <All> right, um, <laughs> Not get in the middle we, of that. Honestly, I, I really want to see the freeholds and apartment system and the housing and stuff like that. I really want to see how they're going to approach that. Because Outside of really seeing everything they've already shown us in more detail, that's the next thing that we really haven't seen almost any of.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, true.
1: I want to see them actually show us, hey, here's how you edit a freehold. Watch us drop this, insert whatever cosmetic they've gotten finished already from you know the previous cosmetic sales mm-hmm. into yeah. here and how we move it around and how we whatever. Mm-hmm. That would be really neat, just so we can get a better idea on exactly the size of some of this stuff, what it looks like, how big the plant looks like with some of these items on it. That type of thing. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, I think for me, I'd like to see from start to finish a thing for like, say, crafting or gathering. So for example, grabbing that item that you would need to go and then harvest the plants to then getting the um, the blueprints and stuff to be able to make your first potion or whatever and just kind of seeing how all in one go I, I know that you have to choose one um i think like a crafter gatherer processor etc mm-hmm. um but i just kind of want to see how that all flows from one to the next um it would be interesting to see how you collect like cloth because i know from other games you just kill mobs and then you get cloth from it but Skin i just want to no. <laughs> <laughs> but um I just wanted to know like how that process is gonna go. Okay, Cause I'm I'm very PVE. I'm I'm very much bad at PvP, so I stay away from it. I realize I'm going into a full on PvP game. Don't judge me, but my goal Don't is to be PvP. Me. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. But yeah, so those are the things I'm excited for.
0: Awesome. I think you know, Pacha last week was talking about how because he he's definitely got the an RP heart, and he he wanted to see more of the housing too. What a what a great time it would be. Because one thing I didn't mention in the uh, creative director's letter, I think it was in there. It was in there, or maybe it was on. Yeah, it was in there. It was basically talking about how to commemorate the thing going on with COVID nineteen that they were gonna you know aside from extending the cosmetics for like the next couple months or whatever, they were gonna mm-hmm. be like kind of creating a housing item and how that oh, yes. right the
2: yes. that was in creative letter. Yeah. yeah how that
0: would be an item you could place in your homes what a great opportunity yeah. if they were to actually showcase some of that to actually go oh and here's that thing check it yes. out here's yes. and then you get the scale right i mean that's like definitely an element to the game right now we've seen a lot of the elements for a lot of the other things that's definitely yeah. one that we really haven't gotten any snapshots about and this would be Oh, man. Cause, yeah.
2: Because they good. definitely did say housing, purchasing, and freehold systems in April. So
0: Exactly. And Distro, thank you so much for the gifted sub to the Golden Feather. I appreciate Aww, it, dude. Thank, you. thank
2: you. you. I appreciate that.
0: Thanks a lot, man. You rock.
2: Yeah. Well, I should, say, I should say we appreciate that. I'm the one behind the Golden Feather Twitch at the moment, but we appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, all right. Uh, I, will other say way, too, I appreciate right. it as well.
0: Yeah. Good, good <laughs> takeaways, man. I, I honestly am just, I think, I think it's a good, a good time in the next couple months. I think it would be a really good time to like step into housing in some way, shape or form. And they almost feel like they've been kind of like going that way by talking about like, check out how the building kind of rises I mean, I'm just Good saying, step. I would be
1: happy when they released the character creator. They also released a freehold creator and just All let right. us play around on a small little plot oh, of land, just barely bigger than a freehold, and that's what you log into, like a freehold. That'd
2: hold. be cool, mm-hmm. man. And you
1: just build your freehold up and play around with stuff.
0: That'd be so yeah. cool. I'm ready. Wait for the creator. <laughs> <laughs> I know so many people are waiting for it too. The character creator, and they've they've shown they've shown some things, man. I can't wait till we start to see these character models for like the orcs, the, you know, just, just all the, all of it, all of it. Yeah. I'm totally waiting for my, my pointed dagger ears, man. I love it. I'm totally look, I got, I got big ears in real life anyway that kind of have a point to them. It's a natural choice for me aside from the fact that, well, anyway, it's a a different, if a jello's heard this, he'd just be cringing right now. He's not here, but if he did, if he was, he'd be cringing to this.
2: Right Think now. of jello, who's the reason I got into podcasts in the first place. Hey, it was my first ever podcast. <laughs> so,
0: a good dude.
2: So far back. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. The DCN crew, man, and the and the from the ashes, right. man. But we'll carry the torch in their stead. You know. Yes. We will we definitely hope keep we return going.
2: friends. We hope you continue your journey.
0: I know, I know for yeah. sure. My little funny story to cap out on
1: is, I ended up when I first signed up uh, on the Kickstarter for Ashes, I got a it was like a four hundred fifteen dollar uh, Braver of Worlds um, thing, and then I yeah. went to up, upgrade up to uh PI, and he was actually the one that picked up the four hundred fifteen sub when I when I gave it up because I went in the Discord. I was like, Is anybody looking to buy a Braver of Worlds? Because I'm about to remove it oh, now. That's and funny.
2: <laughs> so
1: yeah, he, he got my my um <clears throat> my early bird river world
0: oh wow how funny yeah it was okay. actually he's still around he's still around he's he's out there yeah. yeah i was chatting with him actually like last week or whatever he's he's doing good it's good
1: i'm sure he'll be back yeah
0: hopefully yeah. one of these days hopefully a lot of people will but um that's gonna be our show for this week everybody minus the technical difficulties it was fantastic <laughs> i uh want to give a shout yeah. out to uh All of you who subscribe here, um, whether it's Twitch, YouTube, or any of the other places, and support this content, or like you who have supported today uh, by donating that sub, uh, the bits and all that. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for the support for the show and for this channel, everybody. Um, And to Chibi Brie and Veertech, thanks for being my guest today. It's a pleasure to have you both here. It's been fantastic. Uh, Why don't you let them know where you reign, your domains, and where they can find you, friends? (laughs)
2: <laughs> well aside from uh hijacking some rugs uh <laughs> stream um, <laughs> you can find the golden feather here on twitch uh, if you actually click the click the golden feather link that'll take you right to our page we're on twitter um we're on discord but that's a uh, discord server for that one um and then we also have a a page on the forums thank you for the thank shout you out Deniums.
0: good looking out homie. Um,
2: yeah. Vertech is known. Wait, sorry. Vertech is <laughs> known as DJ Vertec online, yeah. <laughs> uh, MTV Bree online. Um, and if you go to our uh Twitter, uh, Golden Feather, uh without the e, um. That thank you, welcome. Um, then you can find our personal links from there.
1: So. Yeah, you'll mm-hmm. always find me everywhere. There's there's only four options if you search for. For me, you're either going to find me under Vertec. You're going to find me under DJ Vertec. Yes. You're going to find a laser company, or it's an imposter.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, if, uh, if you just do a search for Vertec, you'll probably bump into me somewhere right. in some shape or form.
0: Right. Just remember, yeah.
1: I'm not a laser company, and we're good.
0: <laughs> and 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 for anybody who's confused down the road, since Chibi like kind of botched it up, Simorg's the bald guy that shaves his head, and <laughs> Beer Tech. Has a full head of hair. <laughs> but maybe one of, the, one of these days I'll convince him to go bald is beautiful. I don't know. No. <laughs> there no. it is. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> maybe around summertime. Maybe around summertime. I you know, know, man. <laughs> Chibi's are like, kill me if they have You know that, right?
2: And I'll do what to be. And... I'm just going <laughs> to come with home the and he's going to be bold, completely bald. It's not just like curse you, Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start with the
0: one can only gonna hope. Hey, you did talk I mean, about that. Maybe I'll do, yeah, dual, dual that was the pre-show conversation everybody in case you were wondering oh, congratulations no. hey it's been a pleasure thanks so much for hanging out friends and until Thank next you for week us you're welcome hey someone's got to get us through those technical difficulties right <laughs> better better you, I'm you than,
2: hey
0: i'm telling you better you than you know my loading screen or something so
2: yeah
1: <laughs> thanks so much for having us thanks oh, yeah. everybody for hanging out after you saw it was you know just us on here Oh. And uh,
2: thanks for supporting that guy right there. He's <laughs> awesome. Keep supporting him. She's pointing, pointing to me. She's
0: pointing at me yes. that time. Yay. Yes,
2: I got it right this time. <laughs> Yay.
0: Awesome. Hey, everybody, have a great week. Thanks for hanging out. Pathfinders, we'll see you next week. Have a great one.
2: See
0: ya. Bye-bye. <laughs>